Today we'll be studying the fifth chapter of Hilchot Paraduma. This chapter will deal with Tum'ah in regards to those who are involved in offering and burning the Paraduma. Perk Hamishi Halcha Aleph. Kol Haoskin Bapara Metehla Vead Sof. Anybody who is involved in offering and burning the Paraduma, Metamein Begadim Kodzman Asiatan. They become Tameh and their clothing becomes Tameh so long as they are involved in the uh, in the process of offering and burning the para. As the Torah states in regards to the person who slaughters the para and the person who throws and casts the etz eres into the para. The Torah states he must launder his clothing uh, and dip them in a mikveh, and he himself must wash his body and obviously dip into a mikveh. And it's be in the Torah states in regards to the one who burns the paraduma, the one who burns the paraduma shall uh, shall launder his clothes, obviously need uh, requiring him to dip them in a mikveh. And it says the Torah states, and the the one who collects the ashes of the paraduma needs to launder his clothes and dip them and himself in a mikveh as well. Melamed, this teaches us, Shekol ha'oskin ba metehila ve'atsof metamein begadim ut'unin tevila ve'arev shemesh din Torah. This teaches us that from scriptural law, anyone who is involved from beginning to end of the offering and burning of the paraduma, they become tameh and their clothing becomes tameh as well. And in order for them to become tahor, they need to dip into a mikveh and dip their clothes into the mikveh and wait until nightfall. And again, all of this is from the Torah law. All of this is din Torah. However, anyone who is inv- who is watching and guarding the para while it is being offered, he becomes he he his clothing he he and his clothing become tameh from rabbinic law. Because Hami were concerned that uh, whoever someone is watching the para may come to move the limb of the para, and that would make him tameh mina Torah. So anybody who is uh, who is involved in the actual process of offering and burning the paraduma, they are tameh mideoraita. But anyone who is guarding the para, not, necess- not necessarily involved in the actual offering and burning, is tameh uh, midiv- uh, from, uh, from rabbinic law, midivrehem. Halchabet. Kol makom shene'emar batora batumot, yechabes begadav, any time the Torah states in regards to Tum'ah, that a person must launder his clothes, the Torah isn't only teaching us that the clothes on a person alone, just the clothing, are Tameh, Rather, the Torah is also saying that any time this beged or a keli that a person who, that the person who is tameh, who has the clothes, who has the tameh clothing on him, so long that he is in contact with the items that are making him tameh. For example, the clo- the person who is wearing the clothing that are tameh, so long that so 
as long as he touches something and the Tameh clothing are on him, whatever he touches will also become Tameh. However, once he separates himself from the object, causing him to become Tameh, he cannot. He doesn't impart Tum'ah to other objects. And Harambam here will give an example to, to illustrate how, how this applies. Ketzad, how so? Somebody who is carrying a dead animal. Obviously, this dead animal is Tameh. So long that he is carrying this dead animal, the clothing that is on this person, or any keli that this person touches, so long that he is carrying the dead animal, are tameh, and they are rishon latum'ah. They are, they are the f a first derivative of tum'ah. It's like they are a first degree from the tum'ah itself. Peresh Once he separates himself and throws away the nevela, and he is no longer in contact with the nevela, this person remains rishon as he was. However, if he t now touches a keli or a beged, he does not make them tameh. Because a derivative of tum'ah, that's vela tum'ah, cannot impart Tum'ah to other objects. As we mentioned at the beginning of Sefer Tahara, if you want to look at the source, the source is Tum'ah Al-Khotum'at-Met, And so too, anything, uh, anything of this sort in regards to a Nevela. And so, just, just to recap, whenever the Torah says, the Torah is saying that the clothing on a person are Tameh, and the person themselves is Tameh, he is Rishon, so long that the and if he touches anything, so long that the clothing that are Tameh are still on him, he imparts Tum'ah to other objects. However, once he separates himself from the clothing and whatever is causing him to become Tameh, he remains Rishon la Tum'ah, but any object that he touches uh, does not become Tameh because uh, he is because he the person is velad tumah. He is a derivative of tumah, and velad tumah does not impart tumah to other objects. And now coming back to uh, to to our to our topic of paraduma, anyone who is involved in offering and burning the paraduma, if while the shahita is going on and while the paraduma is being burned if he touches clothing or he touches an object or he touches an object they those objects in the those clothing are tameh however once he separates himself in finishing with being involved with the paraduma even if he did not yet dip into the mikveh. Since this person is velad tum'ah, even if he didn't dip in the mikveh, if he touched a keli, he, the, the keli is not tam'eh, because again, he is velad tum'ah. He is a derivative of tum'ah, and derivative of tum'ah doesn't impart tum'ah. Tevila, Umtame Begadim 
And the para itself, and this this might seem a little bit counterintuitive, but to show us, this, this is a good illustration, that the tum'ah isn't intrinsic to actual objects, rather it's it's all a matter of law. The, the para aduma itself, it does not impart tum'ah, not to the people who are, not, not, to, not, to, not to people and not to kilim that touch it. Rather, any, only people who are involved in the actual offering and slaughtering and burning of the paraduma, those people are tameh and those people require tevila to become tahor and the, their clothing becomes tameh so long as they are involved in offering it. However, if somebody just comes along who wasn't involved in offering the paraduma and touches the paraduma or a keli comes and touches the paraduma, those kelim and that person who come and touch it, they do not become tameh. And this is all with a qualifier. When does this apply? When does this rule apply? This, all, all, of the, all of this applies only when the para was offered as prescribed. However, if the para aduma was became invalidated and was pasul, as we described in the previous chapter, Perik Dalid, the people who are involved in in the process of offering and burning the paraduma would be tahor and they wouldn't become tameh. If the if uh, the pasul if the pesul if the the paraduma became invalidated during the time of shahita, it does not impart tumah to to the clothing of the people who are involved in it. If the pesul occurred when the uh, when the sprinkle sprinkle sprinkling of the blood was being performed, anyone who was involved prior to the sprinkling of the blood would be begadim, and anyone who was involved after the sprinkling of the blood um, would not be begadim. Once uh, the ashes were finished being collected, anybody who is involved in dividing the ashes of the paraduma, restoring the para, the ashes of the, the paraduma, and anyone who touch, touches the ashes would be tahor. And now we're going to switch gears a little bit, uh, and Harambam is going to discuss the rules for other hataot that that are burned. And this doesn't just apply to paraduma, rather all hataot that are burned, whether they are whether the hatat is a bull or whether the hatat is a goat, anyone who is who burns the who burns these hataot are mitame begadim from the moment when they are burned until they are uh, they are turned into ashes. Share because the because and we learn this from the par in the sa'ir of Yom Kippur where the Torah states anyone who burns the par in the sa'ir 
must uh, must wash their clothing, and and we learn from the oral tradition that as a general rule that. When the Torah says, for the Sa'ir in the part of Yom Kippurim, this applies to all burned hataot, uh, that they are metame begadim until they are made into ashes. When does this apply? Similar to Paraduma, this only applies when the there wasn't a pesul, there wasn't the the hatat wasn't invalidated. Uh, or disqualified for some reason. And they were burned as prescribed in Bet Hadeshin. Bet Hadeshin is a place outside of Yerushalayim where all of the Hataot were were burned. However, if they were invalidated in the Azara, they are burned. Um, they are burned there along with other invalidated offerings, and those who burn them are tahor. And anyone who is involved with these burned hataot, once they were made into ashes, do not become, uh, they, are, they are not And who, who specifically are we talking about um, would, would, uh, would become tameh when we say that they are involved in the burning, the soref of the hataot? We, we're talking about anyone who is involved in helping the fire burn and anyone who is involved in helping the korban burn, uh, the korban hatat burn. Anyone who turns over the meat, anyone who deals with the wood, anyone who turns and fans the fire, and anyone who stirs the coals in order for the fire to burn, and anyone Anyone of this sort, again, who is involved in the burning of the of the uh, of the of the hatat. Aval hamasit etaur lesorfan vemesader etamaracha taura. However, anyone who kindles the fire, who starts the fire in order for the fire to burn, and anyone who sets up the wood would be tahor. And similarly, we learned through, through the through the Torah that anyone who carries the parim in the sa'ir sa'irim parim in the sa'irim and nisrafim to take them out to bet hadeshin in order to burn them, whoever carries them is tameh, and their clothing becomes tameh from from scriptural law, din Torah, and any and so long that they are transporting them, they. Um, they require the, these people require tevila. They also require. They also need to wait until nightfall to become tahor, as those who, uh, or as the per people, as the person who sends the sa'ir uh, to Azazel on Yom Kippur, that he, um, that he would be metame any beged and any keli that he touches, so long that he is involved in sending. The sending the sa'ir to Azazel, Shene'emar, as the Torah states, and the person who sends the sa'ir to the Azazel, he needs to launder his clothes. So, you, so from here, you, you can sort of see that the sa'ir, la Azazel, is sort of like a model for which all uh, all, hatta'ot, uh, all hatta'ot that are burned uh, sort of um, 
sort of are model are modeled after. And in a way, you can think of the Sa'il Azazel that the Sa'ir of the Azazel carries the, all of the Hataot of all of Am Yisrael for the entire year, that it is sent away to the Azazel. Uh, similarly, a Korban Hatat that, in a way, in a sense, psychologically carries the Hatat of um, of the of a single individual when he comes to bring this Korban Hatat. So there are some things that we learn from the Sa'il Azazel. Uh, that apply to these other hataot that are burned as well. So at what point does a person and their clothing become tameh uh, when when they're carrying the parim and the sa'irim that are to be burned? Once they are taken outside, and ca- once they are carried and taken outside the walls of the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash, if they are carried on poles, and some of those carrying the uh, the parim and sa'irim, parim hanisrafim and sa'irim hanisrafim are uh, once some of them, some of the people who are carrying them on poles leave the courtyard of of the Azara, and the person and the people who are sort of at the back end carrying the um, the parim and sa'irim hanisrafim haven't yet exited. They're at, on, in the back, not at the front. Those who are at the front and have exited the walls of the Azara. And those who haven't yet exited the walls of the Azara are not as long as they have not yet exited. If they exited and returned to the Azara while they are carrying the Parim Hanisrafim, Us'irim Hanisrafim, Hanoseotan Ba'azara Tahora. Whoever is carrying them so long as they are still in the Azara, they are Tahor until they fully exit. If they were standing outside of the Azara and they pulled the poles from inside the Azara after they have already returned inside the Azara, since they were already taken outside of the Azara, they, whoever is pulling them and they are outside would be Safik Tameh. And at what point does the person who is sending the Sa'ir Azazel become Metameh Begadim? From when he exits the walls of Azazel until he pushes the Sa'ir to the Azazel. But once he pushes the Sa'ir Azazel, he is now Velad Tum'ah, and if he touches Kelim uh, and clothing, he is Tahor, because he's not now, he, now he is no longer involved in, uh, in touching, in, sorry, he is no longer involved in offering and taking the Sa'ir Azazel. He is now Rishon, he is Velad Tum'ah. And if he touches other kelim and pegadim, he is tahor, as we as we described. Halakha zayin, and this is another another halakha that demonstrates how tumah and tahara are are truly something that are psychological, and there's no intrinsic uh, intrinsic change in an object that causes it to become tameh, that causes it to impart tumah, and 
anytime you you want to think of a good example of of what we what we've so, of how we've sort of framed hukhot tum'an tahara as a whole this halakha is is a very good illustration of that halakha zain hanu ga bifarim us'irim hanisrafin atsman anybody who touches parim and sa'irim that are to be burned and touches the actual par and sa'ir afilu ahar shayasu even after they are taken out of the azara ben adam ben kelim ben ukhalin ben mashkin hakol tahor whether a person or a keli or food or drink touch the sa'ir or touch the par that are to be burned they are tahor vekhen imnagu basa'ir hamishtalakh atsmo bizman holakhato tahorin and so too anybody who touches the sa'ir hamishtalakh itself while it is being taken to be thrown to the azazel they are tahor she'en ilu mitamayin illa lamitasik bahin bidvad because these uh, these offerings only impart tum'ah to those who are offering them and are involved in burning them and offering them or uh, in the case of the Sayyid al-Azazel the, the person who is um, who is thr- throwing it to the Azazel as the Torah states the person who burns them um, beca- he needs to wash his clothes and he becomes tameh but anybody who touches uh, touches these animals, they are tahor. And you would think that if there was an intrinsic change uh, and the, there's something uh, something real inside the, the animal that becomes tameh or something that changes once it, become, once it is a korban, you would assume that anybody who touches it becomes tameh as well, just like anybody who is involved in offering and burning uh, or, th- or offering or burning these uh, these korbanot or the sa'il azazel. However, uh, clearly um, from this you 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 learn that tum'an tahara more than anything are 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 uh, are psychological. They have to do with law, not uh, intrinsic changes in the reality of objects um, demonstrated by this halakha that. Anybody who touches one of these animals remains tahor. The only people who are uh, who become tameh are those who are involved in the offering or burning of these korbanot. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.